My name is Jamie Atkinson, founder of podcastclosing.com, and this show is built for six and seven figure entrepreneurs with podcasts who are looking to grow and scale their customer acquisition using that show. If you're a six or a seven figure entrepreneur with a podcast and you want to get featured on this show to talk about your own podcast journey, go to top100interview.com. Now over to your glamorous host, Brittany Chaterbock, and don't forget to subscribe for daily interview content. Hey guys, welcome back to the Six Figure Podcast Rebels. It's Britt here. We have another exciting interview ahead of us. The guest I'm bringing on um, is an empowerment strategist and host of several podcasts, including the People's Choice Awards nominee Spirit, Purpose, and Energy. She has a passion that lies with empowering people with knowledge and awareness of how they can live their life to the to the dreams, following their dreams. JJ Blazanes is our guest today. So everyone, please bring her a warm welcoming. Thanks for hopping on here today. I appreciate you taking the time out of your schedule. How's it going? Thanks, Brittany. Um, it's great. Everything is awesome. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. So excited for today. But before we get started, would you mind just going into maybe a little bit of your story and, you know, um, how you got to where you are today? Because it sounds like you're kicking butt and it, it just looks fantastic. So... Okay. You said the show's only 15 minutes. All right. Let me give me some bullet <laughs> points and talk in sound bites. Started out acting, moved into personal training, uh, learned that I was left and right brained kind of balanced. So I needed the sort of the emotional expression as well as the problem solving piece, uh, somewhere right. around personal training. I took a deeper dive into people's emotions and why they had pain when the physical side wasn't working that emotional journey, which I was interested in, in the acting and astrologically, I'm a Pisces and have a lot of Sag, so I'm very curious. And I ask a lot of questions and I always want to know how people, like why they, why I feel the way I feel, why did I react that way? And, and so right. from that and adding the physical piece led me to a much deeper emotional and spiritual conversation. And now I'm an empowerment strategist. And what that means is I help people get unstuck of patterns that hold them back. Uh, through a series of curated exercises, I can, I can create or specific exercise I can curate a, a personalized roadmap to emotional healing. Um, I've got a couple signature talks, like three reasons why talk therapy is ineffective, uh, how emotions create healing and disease, and, and really just help people understand and have clarity and compassion, as well as to take their power back when they give it away to live right. the life that they want. So there you go. Oh, well, that all sounds amazing. I love it. And so we know, we all know with build, building a six figure or higher business, you know, um, there's a lot of wins that come along with it. What are some of your biggest wins? The fact that I can monetize who I am at every stage of my growth. Love it. So as, awesome. I, and as I have ideas and, and, continue expanding and growing and changing and evolving for the better and fine tuning my audience comes with me. So, uh, and they keep buying and they keep paying and they keep coming and they keep listening. So, and I also, not everybody, of course, not everybody, the people that started out right. with me when I first started my podcast, not all of them are continuing to be with me, but what's awesome about the people that have been with me this long is that they're in alignment so much. And I'm like, we're all growing together. And right. I love that the, the more I grow and the more I evolve, I attract better, not better, take that back. Uh, because I see what you're they, saying. They, everyone's where they are, but I attract higher vibrational, more interested, more conscious, willing to do things kind of people who, who make business easier when 
when I'm not, while I'm an awesome salesperson, I don't have to mm-hmm. sell. All I have to do is say, I'm doing this and here's who wants it. And I get hands and go right. up because they understand this isn't about the money. This is about what they get and about my time or my effort or the teaching. So it's like, I can, I'm having a live event in a couple of weeks and last year's live event, I barely said anything. I'm like, here are the papers. If you're interested, let me know. Right. And the next day everyone's like, oh my God, I want to do it. And it's a great, but I didn't even sell. Now this year I might sell a little harder because I kind of want to tell them, don't do it. Please don't waste my time or yours. If you're somebody who isn't ready to right. grow, gets challenged easily, quits easily, right? Like I'm going to do that kind of sales mm-hmm. pitch this year, but um, yeah. Because love- you have a clear, you have a clear vision of who you want to work with, uh, people that align with the same vision and values as you, um, and you're attracting them. You don't have to go out right. looking for them from what I understand. Well, that's the value of the podcast. I put it out there and people like it or don't like it. And they stay, I don't have to go convince anybody if they, right. if they're in alignment with it, they listen. If they're not, they leave. Right. Absolutely. Amazing. So, um, getting into a little bit of deeper, deeper into that, I guess, I know you kind of touched on this, but can we go talk about a little bit more? What does your like dream guests look like your dream client or people you want to work with? Like, what are your specifics? Do you have like certain specific, uh, specifics? Really, it's a, it's a, the truth seeking spiritual biased, if you will, uh, yeah. people who, who want to grow and believe in themselves enough to spend the money to do it and to put in the time to do it. So I'm, right. I'm, I'm about evolving and changing and breaking upper limits and, and becoming what you want to be without limitations. And so when people get stuck in victim mode. So I guess who my client is not is someone who is attached to being a victim. If you aren't willing to take responsibility for everything in your life, not in a blaming shame, you kind of way in a, okay, this is where I am. And you're the creator of your own reality. So if you want to change it, you have the power to do that. And so I really want to work with people who want to either get out of victim mentality or know that they have the power to change their lives. Right. Yeah. It all starts within, right. You've got to want it, want it for your, yourself. I like that. Willing and you have to be willing to be uncomfortable through the process yes. and you have to be willing to invest in yourself and invest the time, energy, and money. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. You have to be willing to invest in yourself and, um, that's huge. Yeah. I like that. You know, the niche that you're working with and who you're going to work with, because a lot of the time, otherwise it's a, it's a big waste of time for yourself and the other person. Right. So, um, awesome. Uh, so, and you said that your biggest way of attracting them is through the podcast and they come to you kind of thing. Absolutely. Yeah. I don't, I even had to, I work with a bunch of cancer doctors and I realized after they started sending a lot of people and those people had not listened to my podcast, they'd seen like one video and I right. thought that's not, that's not enough. And so I even mm-hmm. created a course sort of as a buffer, as a pre-qualifying to be like, okay, take okay. the course first. If by the time you make it through the end of the course, you're still interested in this journey, then you can work with me or one of my trainers. But I don't want to get anybody direct from a cancer doctor directly to say, Hey, can you work with me? And it's like, after you go through this, because unless you yeah. listen to my show, you, you, we may not be a fit what I do and my energy and where I'm going and my belief systems may not be a fit for you. And I don't want to waste anyone's time or money. Right. Absolutely. I love it. Awesome. Um, so now I guess, uh, my next question would be, when did you start your podcast? How many episodes do are you at now? I know you have several, so let's talk a little bit about that. 
I started fit to love September 7th, 2014. It was a six day a week oh, wow. show. And I have, I just threw away the paper. Didn't I, I no have, worries. um, hold on. Well, because I'm, I'm editing podcasts right now and I always keep a, so that I don't have to go back. I have five different shows that go out every week. Anyway, I'm around 600 and I don't know, let's just, just round it up 650. Around 650 wow. episodes for Fit to Love. I'm at like okay. 340 for Spirit, Purpose, and Energy. So um, those would be, yeah. So 2014 is when I put Fit to Love out. And then I released Spirit, Purpose, Energy in November of 2016. And like I said, that has about 340 episodes. Amazing. Right on. Well, congratulations. That's amazing. And um so what intentional actions have you taken to start the podcast? Like even the first one back in 2014, can you clarify intentional actions? Yeah. Like what made you start, like think about starting a podcast and what did you have to do to start it? Like back then and stuff like Got that. It. Yeah. Uh, well, I had gone to a, a book writing workshop in March of that year. I was looking for, I wanted to, I was working on my third book, fourth book. Hold on. How many books do I have? I have three. No, I was working on my third one by then. Right. Okay. Yeah. Third book. And I thought to myself, well, I'm going to go to this workshop and I'll get some ideas about this third book. I have three now it would be my fourth, but and right. when I got there, I didn't, and I was needed to move publishers for my second book. And I, but I kind of put it down and I kind of put it away. And then I was at this event and somebody talked about podcasting and, and I have a lot of information on a lot of different subjects. I've studied a lot. I learn a lot. I'm always, I'm a lifelong learner and always wanted to share what I was doing, what was working for me with my clients. But the time I was a personal trainer and my clients just want to diet and weight loss and they didn't want to be right. coached on emotional things and law of attraction things and, you know, the, and alternative medicine things. They just wanted to lose weight and, you know, an exercise and, and, and go on a that. diet. They didn't even commit to like a lifestyle change. They went on diets. But anyway, so I didn't have an outlet. And I needed, I felt like a backed up hose. Like I felt like if you turn the hose on and you, and you, you know, bend it, right. Like all this water's rushing through it, but it's not leaving. And I felt like that was my creativity. It was like bubbling up inside of me. And I am not a blogger because my, right. as you can tell, my brain and my mouth move way faster than my fingers. So there was no way I was ever <laughs> going, there was no way I was ever going to blog. It's not at all fun for me. And right. When I heard about podcasting, I thought, oh, that's what I can do. I, there's the outlet. So it was for me, I busted out 350 episodes in 18 months because that's how much content I have. Wow. I, I, I mean, I'm oozing out of content all the time, but I also wanted an archive because I don't, I'm, I like, I like efficiency and I don't want to repeat the same right. things over and over again. So if I right. put this content in, in an, even the videos, I mean, exercise videos, cooking videos, um, and then of course, all the educational video podcasts, I still, to this day, have my clients go back and watch or listen to something. So I have to repeat the same thing over and over again. I'm like, just go listen to that and then come back and then we'll dive into you personally. But I don't want to have to teach you and teach every single client every time the same concepts. Right. Uh, I'm still here. So can you hear me? Yes. I don't know why my camera's not coming back on. This is very weird, but we'll continue on anyways, if that's okay. I Something's going oh. on right here. <laughs> Um, yeah, I love it. That all sounds amazing. I now, um, we all know that with building a six figure business, we were talking about some of the wins. Can we talk about, you know, some of the challenges that you've faced or continuously face over the years with, with building, um, businesses like this? 
Sure. Well, you normally it's a, you, you have to toggle between trying new offers and seeing what Uh works and what doesn't work. And then of course, when you get, like I retired as a personal trainer four years ago, so I don't do that anymore, but it, it, when you make that kind of leap, you have to let go of income that you were having in order to trust that the new offers that you have will replace it or, and more. And I think also having support and systems in place and you have to build them as you're creating it because you don't have them starting out. When I started Fit to Love, I'm sorry, when I started Sphere Purpose Energy, I didn't have anything. In fact, not only want, I don't even have a pod, I don't have a website for any of my podcasts because I have one website, jjfilzames.com. But I did have a Fit to to Love website when I started. And then when I released the other five shows or four shows, I thought, well, I don't need to make a website for them. I'll just direct everybody back to one. They'll all be directed back to one. I don't need, every time I make a podcast and I have 12, I don't need to make a website to go with the podcast. Everyone can come back to the same website. And so it's- Makes it easier. Right. And it's learning the systems, creating the systems, getting the support, hiring the support. I think those are some of the challenges because you as a solo entrepreneur, until you have people that help you and work for you, you you're doing it all yourself. Yeah, absolutely. And so how, uh, what kind of systems do you have in place for, uh, for your processes? Well, I have applications. I've got, you know, obviously automated emails and funnels right. that sell things for me. I've got two assistants. I've got an editor, a video editor, an audio editor, although I do edit a lot of my own shows my own personal shows because I, nobody knows what to pick out when it comes to, I'm not, I'm not editing ums. I'm editing things I'm saying that might go, I'm a very open personal. I cry on my shows. If, if, if it happens, I don't hold back, but I, but sometimes I may say something that I like in the heat of the moment that I think might, someone might hear judgmentally, or it might be about mm-hmm. my ex-husband or, you know, whatever. <laughs> like, like somebody yeah. that I don't speak to anymore who might be listening to my show. So sometimes I take those things out. So I do edit my shows for that reason. Okay. But, uh, but yeah, I mean, editors and assistants and web designers and producers of my live. Right. So now I have trainers. Well, with everything. Yeah. With everything you have going on and, um, you have to have people to help you out, right? You've got a lot on, on your plate. And how do you go about finding the right people to hire? What's your hiring process like? My audience. Your audience? Oh, I like that. Yep. I don't want to work with anyone. I mean, I do have one assistant who doesn't listen to my show because she started with me before I started my show. Okay. Did she? No, she didn't. She started with me in 2017. 2017. When did I say to start the podcast? In 2014. Right. So she was not with me when I started my show. But, uh, but now I have a very strict policy to only work with people who listen to my show because okay. I'm a web designer, he didn't listen, listen to my show either, but he's been with me since I started my business. So we're talking 20 Amazing. years. Um, so he gets a pass, but he's been, he's produced every live event. He's made every website I've ever had. So he's taken the journey with me. He's very close, but yeah, my new assistant and my trainers, I want them. I want us to all speak the same language, be on the same page, have the vision, understand you know, um, I mean, I do hire out certain specialty things from time to time, like a Facebook ads person, but now she listens to my show or right. Like people that do right. ads for me. Uh, but I, I, I really think it's very important, right? Well, I, I don't have the kind of show where I'm just a host, which means I mm-hmm. ask questions. 
Like I have experience, opinions, point of view, messages, lessons. A lot of people listen to my show because I do solo shows, not because I interview mm-hmm. guests. So I, so that's a difference. I'm not a host. I'm a producer and an empowerment strategist. So I want people who are on excited about my mission, excited about where we're going, excited about the work we're doing. And that's right. who I want to work with. Absolutely. Oh, that all sounds fantastic. Now, um, what would your, what is your biggest focus and desire for your, your podcast this year or your podcast? Sorry. I know you have so many of them. Um, no, that's okay. Uh, well I have, it's taken a while for me to put my new website together. And so it's done Mm -hmm. and I Mm -hmm. haven't even really announced it to my, to my people yet, because I've been in in promotion mode with other things that that I'm, I'm promoting. But my website's done, my new press packet's done. Like we're removing the fitness things, inserting all the empowerment strategist things, all my courses, people can find them now, all my group programs, people can find them now. So we finally finished it, which took many years. And because uh, I was right. I was always creating, I'm creating, I'm creating, I'm creating. And so I can't sit still long enough to like decide on something until we, we put this framework together. Now everything I can, can create can be fluid and, and continue to build. And um so one of my podcast goals for this year is now um, I can go out and be a guest more and get the message out there and be doing one of the signature talks that I do, which is three reasons why talk therapy is ineffective. And I can get out there so people know that this work exists and, right. and how, how emotions um, heal and create disease. So that is another one. Like I said, I work with a lot of cancer patients and people get referred to me by cancer doctors. And so I want them to have the tools and it's time to kind of go out there and share it with more people now that my brand is a little bit tighter and more clear and everything's in one place. Right, right. Sharing it with more people and the right ones, hey? So, yep, absolutely. Well, you're not alone in that aspect because so many people that we interview are in the same boat, you know, they want to, they want to get it out there and they want it to get it out to the right people, right? So, yeah, definitely not alone in that. Now, one of my, I guess my last question, cause I know we're, um, we're, we're going to jump off this episode shortly here, but based on where you are today, if you were to say double or triple your profit and revenue within one year, what are some of the changes that you would have to make? What are some of the new challenges that you might experience? Well, about to, I'm working on a product right now, so okay. I will be rolling that out probably definitely next year. Um, I don't know that I'll do a pre-sale this year, but I think I'll probably lean into it in January. So okay. in order to easily double my my profits is offering this product that I am going to test in January and see how it goes. And if it goes well, then I'll, I'll make a bigger investment to sort of keep it going. And, okay. and that's, and that's more, that's, that's like massive, just product distribution and sales that have nothing to do with my time. Uh, and then yeah. I also have uh, trainers I've been training. So as I continue on the path with the doctors, with being on more podcasts, with people learning about my information, with getting a Ted talk, you know, as the information continues to go out there and people come in, I can, you know, those trainers can be working. So I have a team right. and, I, and I need to take a step back, which I want to, and have, and push them forward a little bit more. So that's two very easy ways that this can all happen. I just have to be the one out there promoting it and being on, you know, being interviewed on the shows and, and having the talks and, and, you know, being in front of the doctors and having those connections, which then lead the referral sources and the exposure. And then the people who are attracted to the message. Right. Do you get a lot of, or you probably get a ton of referrals as it is. Hey, 
Yeah. Yeah. Is that big? Yep. So, so with your, uh, do you do many, uh, how many interviews do you do in your podcast or are they basically all solo? No, I do interviews. It's yeah. I do. It's probably a, let's see. Well, I've been, I've done a lot of interviews. I'd say I probably do. It's like a six to one. For every okay. six episodes, I do a solo show, but that's not, there's no formula. It's I, I publish and strategize my episodes based on what my offers are and based okay. on what, what people need or what energy I'm feeling people need to be attended to. And right. I will be kind of backpedaling from the interviews in the next year to do less of them actually. So, okay. and it's really only people that I invite on because they help further the conversation I'm already having with my community. I don't do interviews because I need to do interviews. I do interviews because right. I want to talk to the person about a specific thing that either mm-hmm. I want to learn or I want them to teach my audience that I already know because it's their work or whatever. So yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. Awesome. And so like with the interviews that you do, um, do, do, I guess, are these people that you're in, are the guests that you're interviewing, are they coming strictly from referrals or are you kind of connected with them already? Or how do, how do you go about like getting those people on the interviews? I'm just curious. I just ask. I mean, usually okay. I'm a fan yeah. of their work. So I'm usually a fan of right. their work uh, and what they're doing in the world. And I've either read their book or, you know, okay. heard them somewhere or been teaching or, or for when I first started my show with people that I had worked with and referred people to. So, and, and again, a lot of the guests and experts I have on the show it's they're on multiple times. They're not on just once. So for instance, Dr. Bruce Lipton, who wrote biology of belief, we did his first book and a second book. And now we're waiting to schedule his third book. I've got a nutritionist that I work with and she's been on like, I don't know, 30 times because there's always something new to talk about between homeopathy and fasting mimicking diet and intermittent fasting and you know, why your gut health. And so we have, and we cover lots of ground. And then of course, any okay. kind of spiritual people or so I, some guests come on often because the conversation keeps going it keeps rolling, but that's awesome. Like, you know, you can keep those connections are staying open, which yeah, that sounds incredible. Oh, well, I love all the valuable insight that you've shared with us today. Um, and thank you for taking the time, like I said earlier to jump on a call today. And I just wanted to, um, if anyone in the audience is looking to connect with you or check out what you're doing a little bit further, what is the best way to go about connecting with you? My website, jjflazanes.com, everything is there. Perfect. I love that it's just the one uh, the one website. It keeps it, you know, if you had 12 different websites for every different podcast, things would get confusing, right? So definitely, definitely. <laughs> I love that you kept it to one. Um, okay, amazing. Well, thanks again. Um, and anyone looking to connect with JJ, go to her website. Group, if you're listening and enjoyed, please like and subscribe. If you're a six-figure or higher entrepreneur and want to come on the podcast for an interview, please go to podcastrebels.com. We would love to interview you as well. Thanks again, everyone, uh, and catch you back on the next episode. Thanks so much, JJ. Thanks, Brittany. (laughs) Bye-bye. Hey, everyone. I hope you really enjoyed that episode. As always, if you want to listen to more daily interview content, make sure you subscribe. And here's three ways I can help you in your business for free. 
One, check out my video on how we're building a pipeline that produces 30 plus prime sales calls every single week using podcast setters and a basic interview funnel. And this is actually how I was able to quit social media forever. You can go to podcastrebels.com forward slash setters. Two, if you're a six or a seven figure entrepreneur with a podcast, we actually want to interview you on one of our top 100 shows. Head to top100interview.com and then three, download our podcast closing formula. It shows you how to create a podcast sales team that books out your sales calendar each week using the podcast closing client attraction method. And you can go to podcastrebels.com forward slash podcast formula. Now at podcastclosing.com, we help six and seven figure entrepreneurs with podcasts create a system for predictable client acquisition without relying on paid advertising or social media by building out podcast sales teams. Now, if you want help turning your podcast into a high ticket client acquisition machine, then book a call with our team to see how we can help. Go to podcastrebels.com forward slash chat. All right, guys, we'll see you in the next interview.